Learn today and use tonight versus plant a seed that bears fruit later. That's the idea that we're going to be talking about on today's Peace Walker podcast, the idea of art versus tactic. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast. You're on episode 140. Learn today, use tonight, versus plant a seed that bears fruit later. The art and tactic of protecting yourself and others. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Peace Walker Podcast. So if you want to develop some skills that are both and rather than either or, you're going to learn some things today that you could possibly use tonight and also plant some seeds that bear fruit later of being a better protector and a peace walker. To do this, get on my almost daily email through my six-day defense program. So our almost daily emails, I send out to you almost every day as the title says. And it's not just a bunch of spam. What it is, I'm going to give you tips, tricks, and tactics through stories of myself and other community members on how to become a better protector, how to become a peace walker, how to implement these tools into your life. And to get on that list, you will also get access to my free home study course. It's called Six Day Defense. Sixdaydefense.com is all spelled out except for the dot. You will then get access to both that free course that's going to give you the seeds that will you can plant to develop the tools of being a better protector. And also you're going to learn some tactics that you could, hopefully you don't have to use tonight, but you could use them immediately, both to prevent conflict and also to manage it in the moment. So defensive tactics. Sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot, and that will give you access to both those resources. Absolutely free, except for your time, attention, and your precious email. So again, sixdaydefense.com. I hope to see you on that site. Okay, so what we're talking about today is tactics and art. Planting seeds that bear fruit later versus learning something that you could possibly use immediately. Why do I talk about this today? It's because this past weekend I was at the Barry County Sheriff's Department Church Security Conference where I was one of the uh, instructors, one of many, and uh, had a couple breakout sessions, a couple hours per session. And I don't know, there were about, I would say, 25 people per session-ish, somewhere around there, 15, 25. I think a little bit closer to the 15 on the first session and a little bit closer to the 25 on the second. Good group of folks 
church security members. Um, <clears throat> I think there were over 200 people at the conference. And basically what you could do is um, there was a keynote speaker at the beginning of the more in the morning and then uh, in the afternoon you could go to one of several instructors uh, everything from room clearing and FBI firearms qualification to verbal de-escalation strategies and escort tactics and um, first responder type training. So anything that you can probably think of when it comes to being a security member on a church security team, um, that is what we kind of covered. There were, I don't know how many instructors, maybe, I, I don't know if there was a dozen, but close probably, I would say eight to 12 instructors and uh, teaching on a bunch of different security topics. So I was one of those instructors, and I always think about, well, this idea of learning today and using tonight versus planting a seed that you cultivate over the, the period of weeks and months and years and decades. So the difference between a, being a martial artist and a... Uh, tactician, so to speak. Um, it's a challenging endeavor. It's a challenging um, perspective to teach in a way that's going to give people some skills immediately. Because a lot of the things that, that we cover are counterintuitive. So part of it is the physical coordination that you need to do whatever skills that you are addressing. So for instance, we went over how your physicality and verbal communications come together in the security world. So we went over interviewing, how to interview people and get data, but also be the host with the most. And we also went over interview stance. So how do you stand? Where do you stand when you're talking to people that is safe for you, but also provides a certain amount of um, social rapport that you're not looking too tactical, so to speak. And we did a couple different kind of interview positions and how to um, engage if we have to. And we also did some escort positions. How do you escort someone safely? Hands off and hands on. How do you talk to them? Before things go south, how do you position yourself in a way to where you're going to be safer when you're communicating with this person? And if things go south a little bit and, and possibly get physical, how do you handle that? So the big issue that we have teaching this is a couple things. Number one is we go over what's called tactical space. In tactical space, not to overcomplicate it, it's just the place of advantage. And it takes some time for people to get their minds around that. And also the movement. A lot of people don't realize it, but they're not that coordinated when it comes to specific movements. Um, you know, they can walk and chew gum, no problem. But when you start having to move in a very particular way, when it comes to physical tactics, it's 
easy to get lost in the sauce. So a lot of people need training on it. Uh, so to give them the tools that they can more quickly adapt to, we have to also give them some things that they can do more immediately. So it's a both and, right? We've got to give them some tools that they can use now in case something were to happen while they develop that longer view, while they develop the skills to handle situations more effectively in the future. So it's a both and. So when I only have two hours with folks to instill some really good principles and tactics and techniques and tools for them to use in real time at their job, um, I take it seriously on how to apply that and how to teach that to folks. Whether I'm teaching military, law enforcement, security teams, teachers, healthcare workers, anybody. Obviously, best case scenario is you come to ongoing training. You get on the 6daydefense.com program, start there, you, uh, you know, you're maybe you're local and you can go and train with me at the local academy all the time. And, or you are on peacewalker.net. You become a, a member of peacewalker.net to where you get the trainings and you really dive in to get the knowledge that you need to better handle yourself. So there are some things that you're going to learn that are very easily adapted into, into your um, approach. They're, they're more simply utilized and you resonate with them and it's easier to kind of get those things up and running quickly. And there's going to be some things that you're not going to get at the beginning. Again, the difference between learn today and use tonight versus plant a seed that grows over time and bears fruit later. And all of my training sessions, whether it's online or it's live in person, regardless if it's a workshop, seminar, or an ongoing class, there are elements of both. There are elements of learning some things that you can use instantly almost, and there are things that are going to take some time. Now, this is what I tell everybody when I train and I teach that I haven't been training for my whole life to be more violent. I train to be less violent. So the idea of the training is to help you to navigate this conflict more effectively and to do so with a more level head, more baseline see the opportunities so you can mitigate that conflict more effectively and minimize it to make it less violent. So we're always training for those for those things. Now, you have to understand some of the tools that you learn anywhere where you go, whether it's teaching and learning with me or it's learning at another system or another instructor or another place, there are some things that are more art-oriented and there are some things that are more tactical-oriented. Um, some things that 
you're going to look and it's going to be easy for you to pick up and apply. And there's going to be some things that are really counterintuitive. You don't take to very easily and you're not good at at the beginning. And there's a mix and match of this. So one of the reasons why I like more and more of my time is spent on cultivating people who can be instructors out there and doesn't have to be in an official capacity, but that they can share the perspective of being a peace walker because a lot of it is counterintuitive. The idea of tactical space, the idea of baseline, the idea of how we navigate conflict inside of us and around us, you need to have a framework. It's like speaking a very particular language. Oftentimes people come into a seminar or the academy or on peacewalker.net, the online resource, and they want instant gratification. And trust me, there are some things that you will instantly be able to pick up a lot of great tips tricks and tactics that you can use now but there's also a lot of stuff that you really have to cultivate after you understand it some of it yet you don't understand at the beginning because it just doesn't make sense or you think you understand it but that continues to evolve for you so those are things that you really want to think about, right? To not give up the ship. To don't just, if you don't get that instant gratification, don't just give it up. It's like riding a bike. You didn't just jump on your two-wheeler bike and ride off in the sunset having a good old time. Oh no, you probably started on a tricycle and then you went to a larger bike that had training wheels and then the training wheels came off and then eventually you got a bigger bike and then a bigger bike yet and then maybe you know you had gears or something but the point is is you didn't start off riding your harley (laughs) you started off riding a tricycle and then a larger bike with training wheels and then a bigger bike yet and then maybe gears and then Maybe you jumped on a motorcycle or something. So it incrementally went up and you didn't, you know, as a young toddler, you didn't just jump on like a huge mountain bike or something initially. No, you started off small. So the same thing goes with your defensive tactics training and your conflict management training and your leadership training. Uh, Some of the things you need training wheels first. And then as you grow, the things become easier. And you can kind of level up, so to speak. So it's interesting. For instance, Krav Maga is often looked at as a learn today, use tonight kind of a approach. And it is to a certain degree, right? There is still a fair amount of training that's involved for you to teach your body how to move in a very particular way and how to start to approach a situation in a very particular way. Now, there are other martial arts out there that take longer, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is one example of that. It's 
It's very technical, very complicated, uh, very effective for what it's designed for, but um, there's a lot of nuances to it. Same thing with any, any martial art, right? You can utilize the martial art for defensive tactics, but not always. Not, everything's, not everything is applicable, and learning a martial art can help you in a lot of ways, but it's not going to be always appropriate. And it takes a long time. I don't care what martial art you're learning. Aikido, ninjutsu, jiu-jitsu, kung fu, iskrima, silat. You know, I can keep going on all the different styles. Um, but the same thing holds true. With, think of, I think of shooting and defensive tactics and shooting. It's simple but not easy, right? Getting off the X, drawing your weapon, what stance should you use? Weaver, Asasiles, you know, some modified stance. What kind of um, close quarter skills do you have? What about three gun stuff, right? Going from your pistol to a shotgun to a rifle. And I mean, we could go on and on and on. Even the simplicity, relatively speaking, of squeezing a trigger and putting a bullet where it's supposed to go. It's complicated. It gets complicated quick. Now, if you're talking verbal defense, well, guess what? You'd think you've been talking for your whole life. should be able to do it pretty effectively. It's not always the case, especially when it comes to navigating a conflict, when it comes to navigating persuasion or leadership. So you have all these elements in there. How do you look at a circumstance and start to pick out the weaknesses and the opportunities? And how do you look at a facility and go, oh, okay, well, these are areas where, you know, it'd be easily accessible and these are areas of concern. So there's so many aspects when you're talking about boots on the ground security and the human element of dealing with conflict, some of the things you're going to plant a seed and have to grow into it to be able to utilize it more effectively, whatever that strategy or tactic or technique is. And there are going to be other things that you can use almost immediately. So when I teach, those are the things that I try to teach. I try to teach some things that are instantly accessible and some things that are planted to grow and bear fruit later. So when you are training, I want you to see those two things and recognize that there are some things in both of those categories. And if you're instructing, then you should be very mindful that you don't teach too much just one or the other. Here's why. The instantly accessible things usually are, how do you want to say, um, there's not as much depth to them. It's good to get you going and get, 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 get you started, but they don't always solve the problems in as effective manner as you would like or as an efficient manner as you would like. For instance, self-defense techniques, the most effective ones for the person who is just starting and the easiest ones to learn are typically the most violent ones, which under certain circumstances, absolutely applicable, but not under all circumstances. 
So Krav Maga tends to be violent. So you can pick up the things really quickly, relatively speaking, but also it's a violent response. Where if you're talking about learning how to negate and mitigate a situation with a lesser amount of violence, now you're talking probably some form of jujitsu or something that's going to, from a physical standpoint anyways, something that's more technical because you need to do different types of less violent maneuvers to get yourself out, which tend to be more technical and you have to have more skill. And also you don't want them complicated, but you do want them to accomplish what you're setting out to accomplish. And oftentimes it they're just more sophisticated movements, more sophisticated way of approaching a problem. And the same thing holds true for verbal stuff. The same thing holds true for leadership stuff. The same thing holds true for, for um, just the perspective of things. Simple, not easy. All right, gang. So look for those two things in your own training. And if, especially if you're teaching, look for the things that are easily picked up and utilized and look for the things that are seeds being planted for later use but you have to be but they have to be cultivated and when you're teaching make sure you give the people some things that they can use right now and also give them some things that they're going to have to work on to utilize later and it will help them to be more well-rounded but also help them to be more effective in the moment because let's face it, when it comes to defensive tactics and training martial arts and training in the verbal and leadership stuff, people don't have a lot of time. And oftentimes they don't put and invest as much time as they need or as necessary to become an expert at a lot of this stuff. So you kind of have to meet them where they're at and inspire them to choose to take some um, steps towards cultivating some more skills. All right, gang. So that is your tip, trick, and a tactic of the day is look for those two things. Learn today, use tonight versus plant a seed that bears fruit later. And if you want to learn some things that you can utilize immediately and plant some seeds that will bear fruit later, get on my six-day defense program. Sixdaydefense.com will give you a quick home study course and almost daily emails that will help you to build and sustain this lifestyle of a peace walker. Okay, gang, thank you so much for joining me today. Keep going out there, and I'll see you on the next episode. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.